Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Kitten. Smitten Kitten is your online resource and personal guide to all things sex-related. They offer over 3,000 unique products and have served the sex-positive community for over 10 years. From transgender porn to rodeo harnesses. You'll find it all at smittenkittenonline.com. We're taking your questions and talking about geek. Welcome to BSing with Barrick and Sheba on the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. Oh, good lord. (laughs) This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics and sometimes really silly ones. If you're offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Right now. So what are we talking about tonight? Yeah. I had a clue. I, you know, I'll tell you, we've been doing so much stuff within the past couple of days, and we've been so freaking busy. I just, you know, I mean, with Cope, with the opening of Cope, and... Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a dirty girl on Saturday. Totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. you came home, and we had to wash mud out of your ears. <laughs> out of your ears. How do you get mud in your ears? When you take a dive into a mud pit, mm-hmm. that's what happens. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, you know, I was always curious about that. Mm-hmm. What the hell? How do you get mud in your ears? The bigger question is, how do you get mud out of your ears? <laughs> yeah, well, that was the question at the time. Oh, my goodness. It's craziness, craziness. It was a good time, but I'm still sore. I know. Living on some ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. Well, you have. I was. It was so funny. You had like, <laughs> you had like bruises in in poke marks all over your body. You looked like a fucking leopard. That and, shit hurt. Oh, Crawling was, across the ropes. Oh, and, oh sure. my god, that I'm hurt. Sure. Yeah. No. No thanks. Yeah. No thanks. I was happy. I'm going to do it again next year. Are you? I liked being a dirty girl. Well, I know. I felt very accomplished when I. Went over the finish line, are even you, if I had to slide past the finish line. Are you going to do the same thing at uh, at this tryst? Are you going to actually bring the white? Again? I am bringing some white dresses. I do not know if I'm going to offer that up or not. That was really cool. Last year, if you don't know what we're talking about, last year, um, Shiba, we went to, we go to Twisted Tryst every year, and we, we um, and the AIS staff, we all go. It's it's a great time. As many, any, as many staff members as, as we'll go. It's just a, it's just a phenomenal, wonderful time. It's the best outdoor event I have ever been to. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because we, they give us that room. Because we're <laughs> But most of the time, I'm outdoors. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. get to sleep on a bed. It's true. Yeah, it's true. And shower yep. in a real yep. shower. Yep. So Sheba, so Sheba <laughs> says, puts she puts it out on the list on the FetLife group list, the Trista Trist uh, uh, FetLife group list, and says, when I am wearing white, when I'm wearing all white, all white, feel free to get me dirty. Yes, to get nature on me because mm-hmm. I have an aversion to nature. And you got awfully muddy. I did get pushed into the mud a few times. Into the mud, scum queen. Yes. Yep. One of my favorite movie lines ever. It was it was a good time. I may do it again. We'll see. I hope so. I hope so. That was a lot of fun watching that happen. Watching me get dirty. Yeah. So uh so that was good. And and uh I have been I've been just doing, you know, like honeydews and and work lists and getting stuff ready for the summertime you know getting the barbecue ready getting the pool ready getting everything squared away so while you've been off gallivanting around i've been slaving at the, gallivanting uh, gallivanting i've been slaved i've been enslaved at home i'm uh, melting uh, whatever <laughs> 
Not even close to the truth. <laughs> no, no. Actually, what I've been doing, um, aside from aside from you know getting the honeydews done and, and getting all the shit done around the house, I have been monitoring cope sales. Yay! And if you have, but if been, you don't have your tickets yet, you should get them really quickly. Right, right, right. Um, we have been, I've been monitoring the cope sales and working through the cope sales and organizing everything, uh, so that we can turn it over to the hotel. If you aren't aware, if you've had your head in a hole in the ground and or a hole playing, anywhere else, right? If you somehow fit your head <laughs> into somebody's hole and have yet to hear, uh, registration for cope opened up this past Friday. Um, that was three days ago, and we are really getting fairly close to selling out. Where we have probably about sixty tickets left. Um, who knows how many at the time of this broadcast? Because we're doing this on a Sunday evening. Sunday uh, afternoon. Sunday. Oh, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I think three o'clock counts as afternoon. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. We're yeah. doing this Sunday at three o'clock in the afternoon, um, and we're supposed to be other places right now, but we're doing this. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we we have we have a lot of stuff to do, and um, we got to get doing it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's you know we're. Speaking folks, of doing it, folks, we are we are putting we are putting we are taking one for the team. We are putting you all ahead of our other responsibilities. Aww, you know. So uh, <laughs> shout out to um, Got to Love Me and Oh Michael. Uh, we will be there as soon as we can. Um, and, and to Dan and Don, we'll be there shortly after that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Today is graduation day for everyone on the planet, and uh, we're trying to make them all. So. <laughs> So, um, speaking of like where we're going mm-hmm. today, where else are we going in the month of June? Oh my goodness! Well, in we, June, well, we obviously we're going to Trist. Obviously, we're going to Trist, and Trist is next weekend. Uh, I'm really looking forward. Oh, to that. so am I. It's going to be a so great I, I, kink vacation extraordinaire. Absolutely. We 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 they end up having us present, and um, in we you know I, I don't know if you I don't know those of you who are not kink presenters let us. Uh, inform you about what being a kink presenter is like. You should beg the Twisted Twist people to right. have you out. Absolutely. <laughs> they and treat us like... Gold. Yeah. Now, now, just a, just a quick insight. We'll pull back the curtain for being a kink presenter for a moment. Mm. If you ever decide to be a kink presenter, you do so out of the love of the community. Um, because there is no money to be made in kink. Not, uh, <laughs> like none. Um, and, and so the thing about it is if you are interested in being a kink presenter, the reason we became kink presenters was we wanted to go to all these kink events. And unfortunately, uh, going to a kink event costs somewhere between three and $500 per event. And we just didn't have that. Mm -mm. So we decided that, um, that we would, uh, share our bullshit and our knowledge and our, our (laughs) information. Say it nicely. We would share our BS. <laughs> we would um, share our intimacy, our knowledge, and hopefully, and uh, hopefully, some other things. Right. <laughs> and hopefully, people, you know, we the, the events would become cost neutral for us. I mean, we've been presenting now for eight years, um, ish, yeah, and um, and so we we all we ask is cost neutral. You know, we don't we just as long as we don't come out of pocket. And so, if you you're a kink presenter, that's what you can hope for. But with that said. Trist treats us like gold. Yeah. You know, we love going there all the time and mm-hmm. we, and we actually are bringing our staff. Yeah. We, there's not an, another event that I would say, let's take all of our friends mm-hmm. except mm-hmm. for maybe an AIS event. Right. Which <laughs> our friend, all our friends are already Shameless there. plug, shameless plug. Right, right. 
Speaking of which, so if you're interested in going to Cope, get your tickets now. <laughs> okay, so let's let's take a question. Okay. Um, I had one that came into me that I really thought was interesting. Regardless of your kink, what are the keys? That's in quotations. To a great scene, how do you keep it moving? What is what's the point that lets you know it's over? And finally, what lets you know the scene was great and satisfying for everyone? So in there, there's like four questions. You can pick and choose mm-hmm. which one you want to speak to. Mm. Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll start with the what are the keys to a great scene? Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, um, I, I guess both of us are kind of lucky. You know, both of us are kind of lucky in the way that, you know, we're not at a lack of people who are interested in playing with us. Mm-hmm. And, um, I am, if there's any young, well-built boys out there <laughs> who have those little things on their hips, whatever those things are on the hips, I don't know what the fuck they are, but I love them. It's like the, you know, about the base of the, at the base of the abdomen where the base of the abdomen cuts into the hips. Those, those I feel like this is markers. on every one of our <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> I may be a little bit obsessed with those things. Right. I need to talk to a doctor and find out exactly what to call them. I don't know. We, get, we can have somebody then Google them. Right. Maybe I, you have I people were, that will Google them? I thought, I thought they, because they're, you know, and I'm a nurse. Um, I thought they were lateral obliques, but they're not because they're. No, in, those are up higher. Yeah. They're in the, in, they're in the inguinal, the, the inguinal crest. Right. You know, um, and, and they are abdominal muscles. You know, they're like lower abdominal muscles that, that come into the linea albia, which is the, the center section of the abdominal. I love muscle. when you talk medical. <laughs> Say that again. Linea alba. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> it's, it's actually, it's actually, it's actually uh, Latin for white line. <laughs> so those of you, you ruined who, it for right, me. Right, those of you who are doing coke, um, this is not what we're talking about. Um, we're talking about the center of the muscular structure of the abdomen. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, so go back to the question. So the here. keys to a great scene for Sheba are, are whatever those muscles are at the base <laughs> of the abdomen. Um, but no, um, the thing about it is that what are the keys to great scene for me is uh, that there's actually some connection to energy, right? There's got to be that scene. Like we always talk about the needs, needs, wants, and desires of a scene. Mm-hmm. Right. And a need in a scene is something that you must have in order for the scene to be successful. Right. And so a need for me is a connection to my partner. You know, whoever I'm playing with, I have to be able to energetically, physically, emotionally, intellectually, some way find them interesting and attractive and stimulating. Stimulating. S- stimulating. I would agree. I need to have some kind of an energetic connection to the person that I'm playing with. Mm-hmm. And without that, that's one of the key. That's one of the for me. That's one of the bigger biggest keys, right? I have a couple of keys to the scenes that that mean that um, that that are keys for me to a great scene. One of the the first, the very first one is an attraction or connection. The second one is some kind of sensation and or pain, right? I'm I'm one of those guys that I'm a sadist, right? I derive erotic pleasure and erotic stimulation from inflicting pain. And he is loving the fact that I have so many bruises from the dirty girl. Let me just tell you. Mm-hmm. Driving, <laughs> driving along in the car, she's like slapping me away. Don't stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Ow, that hurt. Ow, quit it. Ow, quit it. Ow, quit it. <laughs> wait, wait. We're in the car. <laughs> Roadhead. Roadhead. <laughs> so um, I, I, I would say for me, it's, it's, it's that attraction and connection. It's that there is some form of sensation slash pain. Um, uh, 
uh, what else, what else really does it for me? I connect. I mean, there's little pieces of those that are, that are like symptoms, like symptoms of connection. Like I like mm-hmm. eye connections. I like kissing. I like, but those are more like wants. Yeah. Those are, well, those are, those are, yeah, those are pieces that are keys for me to making a great scene. Okay. But overall the keys are connection, pain, um, and a crescendo. You know, I like the fact that if, if the energy, the energy of connection increases and then decreases and then increases and decreases, and then we come to a, a, an actual conclusion. I like, I like when it has fairly defined, I guess fairly defined is the wrong term. I guess what I really want in terms of the, the energy to flow naturally and ramp slowly ramp up mm. until it reaches its crescendo and then from there um shift. I like those pieces. You're not a zero to sixty kind of I'm guy. I'm not a zero to sixty kind of guy. Yeah. You know? With most people. Okay. With most people. Every I have I have one or two play partners that will go from zero to sixty. Okay. But we they're established play partners. I would say along with the things that you that you've mentioned, mm-hmm. the energy and the pain, um one of the biggest things for me that I have found is focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, I mean, from the bottom, I, if I look up, I better see that top focused mm-hmm. on me. Right. You know, right. I want to feel that energy of it's all about what that person is doing to me and what kind of sensations it's causing for me and what kind of energy it's building for the two of us. I would say as a top, that would work just as well, though, because for me, um, when I'm topping somebody, I like to watch the reactions that they have, and I like to feel that energy build within them. And I sometimes like to just like lean my ear in and right close to their mouth and listen to the pain-filled noises that they're making. Yeah, you know? I, love the, I love those noises. I mean, there are just some things, like, for me, the rest of the room just has to go away. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to have that focus from both the top and the bottom mm-hmm. part. I, you know, from like, yeah, totally. for me, that makes the scene is if I feel like the person I'm playing with is, you know, focused elsewhere or is thinking about what Tom, Dick and Harry are thinking about what I'm doing to them, mm-hmm. you know, um, then it kind of ruins it for me. And I've noticed that because a few people that I've played with who have been tops have been like, Oh, look, I'm taming Brad Sheba, you know, and, and it's all about, you know, the taming of the Brad Sheba. Right. You know, it's all about come and look at what I'm doing to this person and not, um, connecting with, you connecting with me specifically. Right, right, right. So I'll, I'll tell you, I've seen, um, I, I remember you and I commenting on that. There was, there was a scene that we saw, um, a long, long time ago, um, in, in Outlands, um, uh, uh, fuck 10 years ago. And, and, um, this one top was, was, was really very good with floggers. I mean, he was just really amazing. Um, and, it, and, and this per- person was not a member of guilty pleasures, just in case you were listening. And was not a member of guilty pleasures. He just happened to be like a guest top that jumped up and, um, and was, and was just doing this whole kind of dance routine to his flogging. And he would, he would be, he would be swinging the floggers in this Florentine fashion. And, and look, absolutely not paying any attention right. to the person that right, right. he was, <laughs> that right. he was interacting with. Yeah. You know, he was, he was playing for the crowd. Yep. That's all yeah. he was doing. Playing and for that's the crowd. great. You know, if you don't have a bottom in front of you, I mean, if you just have a wall and you're showing somebody what your moves are, that's great. But if, 
you know, you've negotiated to, to be with a person for a specific amount of time, um, to, to do this flogging with them, yep. then my God be with them. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's the, pro, you know, I mean, there's so many people who, and this is just an overall scene issue that there's so many people who are so concerned with what everybody else thinks of their scene, mm-hmm. whether they're top or bottom, you know, look at me, I'm playing with so-and-so or look at me, I'm being played with by so-and-so. Or, or look at me, I can flog, you know, left, right, center, up, right. down, you know, I can, mm-hmm. I can throw floor. them up in the air, right. light them on fire. Right. I can bring <laughs> home the bacon and fry it up in a pan, look at me. You know, it's, it's, I mean, it's just, it's. What we do and why we do it is about connection between two people, two or more people, right. or even yourself. I mean, I've seen self-seeing where people were totally into it, and it's about connection and it's about you know loving your partner. It's about touching your partner. It's about experiencing with your partner. And the thing that I've found is the more energy that you share together, the bigger the splash. Uh-huh. You know, it's a side effect that lots of people like to watch. I mean, I remember that one scene. Uh, at, at, um, was that Cope? Like last year at Cope where we were watching those two mo- giants play with each other. Yeah. And it was, la- it was this past wicked too. They brought yeah. it back. Oh, good. Well, hopefully they'll bring it back again. Anyway, they, they were, I mean, they, they didn't give a fuck about who was watching no. and they were just loving each other in a very aggressive and primal way. And it was just so amazingly magnetic and attractive. Mm -hmm. But not once did either one of those people who were playing take their eyes off of their partner. You know, it was all about that energy that they shared. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to recommend keys to a great scene, that's the key. Yeah. Focus, mm -hmm. have that energetic connection Mm -hmm. and keep it. Yeah. Keep it. You know, focus on the, on, uh, like, like Shiva says, focus on what you're doing and who you're doing it with, not, not on what you're going to have for dinner later or, or what Tom, Dick and Harry think of you right. sticking your dick into little Johnny. Right. Absolutely. So that's in, in my, in my opinion, that's what the, the keys to a great scene is. And, um, you know, I think Shiva and I have a fairly good, a fairly close, um, we're, we're fairly together on that particular, um, Philosophy. Well, and I think that most people that I've talked to would probably mm-hmm. agree with, and then maybe add to mm-hmm. some things from their personal experience that would make a scene good for them. Mm-hmm. Well, we all so. have our needs, wants, and desires in Absolutely. a scene. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. So how do we keep a scene moving? Um, pay attention to your intuition. Pay attention to the flow, right? Whenever I'm flogging or wherever, wherever I'm hurting, my attention will be drawn to a different part of the person. Mm-hmm. And I'll... Well, not only a different part of the person, but I recently had a scene with um, a young lady who shall remain nameless, who um, I did a little humiliation with. Mm -hmm. And I, because we've talked and we are friends, Mm -hmm. and she had said that her mom had always wished that she would wear pretty dresses and be mommy's little ballerina. And this person, she just, that's not who she is. Right. right. You know, Um, very masculine and, and dresses, you know, comfortably for her. Uh, and so the humiliation scene was all about, I was going to dress her up as a pretty girl, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And some of the first things I said were about, you know, her mom and her relationship to her mom. And I'm going to do this and then I'm going to take pictures and I'm going to show your mom what a pretty little girl you can be. Wrong fucking thing to say for this person in a kink scene. Mm-hmm. You know, it took the humiliation to a place of squick. Right. 
really quickly. And I, I was aware of it right away. And so I had to change the focus of what I was doing and and how I was actually going to humiliate her with the clothing and the dressing up and everything else away from her relationship with sure, her mom sure, sure. to more of a, of a kink thing. So yep. it was quick thinking on, on my feet, but yeah. you know, if you're paying attention, you can see that not just physically, but there's a look in a person's eyes, you know, that tells you, Oh, that's not going to fucking work. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So pay attention to the energy of the person and the, and the way they're and, and your intuition when they're reacting, you know, there have been times when I've been doing stuff and it's been, it's like, you know, beating a dead horse and you're like, what's going on here? There's no, there's no energy. There's no this, there's no that. And then you switch tactics just slightly and all of a sudden the energy flows again. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. I guess, I guess the key, the, the key to help keep, how to keep it moving is flexibility is being able to think on your feet and moving on. Right. And not being so stuck in what you want right. Right. to not pay attention to the clues that are telling you that's mm-hmm. going to have to switch. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Adaptability. You need to be able to go with the flow. Absolutely. Go Mm -hmm. with the flow. Um, What is the point that lets you know it's over? You just know. I I mean, I would love Sometimes they scream red. Right. right. That's (laughs) that's when, that's certainly when it's over. When somebody screams red. Um, Although, although that's, you know, red in itself is, is. That uh, usually just means it's going to be cuddle time now. And you're going to have to figure out what happened. Well, and and red depends on the person you're playing with. You know, for, for instance, um, I'll give you a perfect example. Red always means stop, right? There's never a time when it doesn't mean stop, right? But depending on the negotiation, what it mean might mean is stop and we need to talk about this. It might mean... You see, for me, that's yellow. Yeah. For me, red is... Get, we're, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. As a top, I'm never going to allow a bottom to go... I, I know I said red, but I want to keep playing. Yeah. Because at no, that I'm point, either. I'm concerned about, you know, their well-being, my well-being, you know. Yeah. And 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 for me, you know, red for me might mean stop. We need to talk about it. It's not that we're going to continue again, right? It's certainly not that. But, you know, red, red can mean a couple different things. Red can mean stop. We're done. I'm leaving. I'm walking out. Red can mean stop. I'm, I've had enough. It can also mean, because as soon as somebody says red, I'm always going to stop exactly what I'm doing. No matter what it is, I'm stopping. And I'm going to go to them and say, okay, what needs to happen now? Mm-hmm. You know, do I need to take you down? Do I need to, you know, what is the emergency where you cried red? Yeah. Was it something that I did to hurt you? Is it something that's hurting you that I need to fix immediately? What is it? Mm-hmm. You know, and so red for me becomes stop and become receptive to what the other person needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't, don't, don't think I'm saying that, that, that it's stop and let's continue. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, especially in a public space, you know, in a public space in a private space in any space, red is always stop. Mm-hmm. So, but also the point, you know, it's over is when you reach that, mm-hmm. that, that moment of crescendo mm-hmm. and then you start to come back down the other side and it feels like you're coming down. It feels, it feels like the cool it down. Feels done. It feels done. Right. Yeah. Like it, I'll like a good analogy is exercise. Mm-hmm. You have the warm up, you have the actual exercise, and then you have the cool down. Yep. You know when that exercise is over yep. because your body has reached a point, you know? Yep. And and the the longer you're in the scene, I hate to say this, the longer in you're in the scene or the longer you're interacting with people, your intuition is gonna say this person is done. Mm-hmm. Right? And if you don't know, ask. Yeah, you done? Yeah. Yeah. It's top or bottom, yeah. you know. 
turn around and say, um, I'm done. Yeah. I yeah. remember, I'll tell you, I remember this one scene I was doing with this, uh, uh, person up in, up at smart, uh, uh about six years ago. And, uh, we we're doing this scene that we called the slap fest where we were just slapping each other, slapping each other, slapping each other. And it was, it was pretty brutal on both sides. I mean, we got handprints and shit. And at one point she was just not able to raise her hands anymore. I had, I had slapped her really hard. Um, and she just stood there and I said, you're done, aren't you? And she just started crying and I held her and it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. It was such an intimate scene. And it was, you knew, I knew, she knew, everybody knew it was done. Mm -hmm. And so a verbal confirmation will help with that. Mm -hmm. And it'll also set in motion the next phase, which, which could be aftercare, which could be cuddling, which could be whatever you arrange it to be. Uh So that's, that's when I know it's over. Okay. Okay. Um, so then the final question on this is finally, what lets you know that the scene has been great and satisfying for everyone? Two days later. Well, not only two days, I think the day after. Yeah. Or even right, right then, you know, yeah. during cuddle time, mm-hmm. feel free to talk about it. Yeah. You know, talk about what worked, what didn't work, when it's fresh, mm-hmm. and then talk about it again 24 hours yeah. later or 48 hours later, you know, when you do your check-in and say, you know, I know when we were coming down, you said you really liked blah, blah, blah. Do you, you know, did was there anything else that you liked? Anything mm-hmm. else that you think I could do better, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do. I, I'm, I'm one of those people that, that I don't, uh, even though I may talk about the scene a little bit right after, like during the aftercare, for the most part. You have flashbacks to it. Hmm? You have flashbacks to it to the scene. No, I uh, no. For the most part, I I wait till like a day later, mm-hmm. you know, two days later, and say, "Hey, what's download?" See, uh, I usually know right away because I no, get that I, yeah. hot, wet, hard, horny. I, you right, know, right, I, right. I if I'm passing the test, mm-hmm. you're good. Then, then, yeah, mm-hmm. then it's great, satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I want to get an A on the test. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I bet there are people out there who don't know what you're talking about. Oh, the cock and pussy test. Mm-hmm. Most of our listeners know. But if there are new listeners, I'll explain. <laughs> so if you have a cock or a pussy or some combination of those, um, then you can do this test. And what it is, is when you're doing something kinky, vanilla, whatever, it doesn't matter, and you get a little turgid, a little hard, or you get a little wet, you get that little tingle inside, you know? then whatever you're doing works for you, mm-hmm. you know? But if you don't get those feelings, if you don't get those erotic feelings of, I'm getting turned on here, then that particular thing is not passing the test for you. Yep. Yeah. It's an easy test. You can take it anytime you want, as many times as you want. I'm <laughs> taking it right now. Wow. <laughs> okay, so that question... Right. Did you feel like we're... I, I think we got all that. Are you satisfied? I am satisfied. <laughs> um, so let me just plug in this little promo real quick. Mm-hmm. There's more to hear on Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. Each week you can listen to the original Erotic Awakening Podcast with Dan and Don. It's an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. Or you can listen to once monthly. There's a special episode hosted by none other than the Harrington. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, we expect you to keep listening to the BS. Right. Of right. course. So uh, we <laughs> talked about where we're going. We haven't talked much about where we've been. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> so we went to PXS. O-M-G. Right. You know? And it was amazing. Last weekend, what, I was just blown away. First of all, kudos to our girl mm-hmm. who is really making strides in that balance between 
taking care of us because I, I got to admit it takes me, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a little high maintenance. I, I'm, I'm a ready a little, I'm only a little, you are much more high maintenance than I am. Yeah, that could happen. Right. Okay. I think people might believe me. I don't. Anyway, she found a really good balance of taking care mm-hmm. of, of me mm-hmm. and of you mm-hmm. and of taking care of herself and her own needs and, yep. and making sure that her space was balanced and that she was getting you know, what she needed out of yep. the event. Yeah, that was good. Um, and the presenters, amazing. We've already got our eyeballs on a couple of them to mm-hmm. bring to an AIS event in the future. Mm-hmm. Really, really enjoyed ha- having that space to talk about relationship dynamics and what our relationships mean to us and how to live a 24-7 power exchange relationship, whatever you call it, yep. you know, whatever little labels you put on it. It was beautiful. It was wonderful to be able to be in that space with those people who speak the same language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what PXS is or was, um, you can go to <clears throat> you can go to powerexchangesummit.org. Uh, you can you'll you'll be able to find that information on the um, Erotic Awakening webpage. I'm sure there's a link to it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the event put on every year by Dan and Dawn. Uh, they are really stepping it up. This particular event had, uh, almost 200 people. Um, mm-hmm. last year's event was, uh, and it was a great new hotel. It was a right. great location. Oh, yeah. I felt Fantastic really taken location. care of by the hotel. Yeah, they were really good. Um, yeah. and so it, if you have an opportunity or involve, are involved in a power exchange relationship, whether it's, uh, owner, master, master, owner, master, beter, master, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Owner property, uh, dom sub, whatever. Pony handler. Right. Whatever. Whatever your power exchange relationship, this is the event for you. It is a non-play event that is all Although, I got to tell you, in walking through the hallways on the way to and from my room, I could swear I heard the telltale sounds of play happening behind doors. No, I think that was the soccer kids. I don't think that that was... No, no, no. It was definitively... uh, Erotic. The sound of a hand slapping a meaty portion of another body. Well, you know those those kids get out of hand. Parents, <laughs> parents got to beat the hell out of those fuckers. No, um, there were no soccer kids in the. In the, in the in I was going to say I heard screaming, and it didn't sound like a child saying, "Yes, master, hit me harder." You never know. Well, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there were, uh, as far as we know, there were no children in the uh, event space ever. So uh, it's hard to say. Um, so where else? Oh, my. <gasps> we just had a great party the weekend before that. We had yeah, we the did. AIS Big Bash. That was a big bash. And we got to play outside for the first time mm-hmm. this year. It was fabulous. I love when they open up that back porch mm-hmm. for us. We can put some of our furniture out there yep. and people have the opportunity to... In private, you know, surrounded by these walls, still be outside and play, and, and yeah, it was fabulous. Yeah, we had a we had a cross, we had a bench, and a, and a, a suspension beam out there. And there was some fire play. There was some fire flogging going on, right, which right, right. I could watch about two seconds of, and then had to run back into the building. Yep. <laughs> there were some great scenes. We had we had probably close to two hundred people there. Um, AIS events AIS events tend to be uh, pretty big. We we uh, do what we can to make sure that. There's plenty of furniture for everybody to use. It is a blast. It really is. Mm-hmm. And and the Big Bash was no exception. Um, we we love to. Th- we want to just thank real quick all of the AIS uh, staff and people who uh, volunteers. 
Show we love Shifters, you guys. Show Shifters Local 69 hooked us all up. <laughs> um, we moved in the furniture, got it all assembled, and we were we were good to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know we're talking about the past, but we should talk a little bit about the future too. In July, we've got something coming. Speaking oh. of speaking of parties, it's we've got another coming. big one coming. It's coming. I am excited about this. We've I got know. that that. The troop coming in from Chicago. Mm-hmm. We're bringing in the entire freaking rough crowd, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be fun. Yep. So instead of focusing on the rope, which we've done in the past, mm-hmm. this one is going to focus on rough body plays. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And actually, you know, having seen rough Murado play mm-hmm. at one of our events. Yeah. Amazing it's, it's energy. Pretty, yeah, pretty Talk intense. about focus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to this. Him what she educating. was talking about is the, we are having a rough body play intensive on July 20th, and it is featuring the Rough, Cro- Rough Crowd Roadshow. And they... W- Wait. It's a Rough Crowd Road Trip. That's right. It's a Rough Crowd Road Trip, and Rough and Murado and his peeps are coming down to uh, sh- give us a six-hour uh, course on Rough Body Play. He's bringing his, his, his uh, way of being to town, and we're going to have a blast. Mm-hmm. Then uh, that's from 10 a.m. on Saturday, July 20th, until... 6 p.m. 6 p.m. With a break for lunch. Mm-hmm. With a with, break for lunch yeah. and a break for dinner. And you'll, there'll, be, there'll be natural breaks throughout the day. Uh, we'll have water. Hopefully and, not actual breaks. <laughs> no. No. Natural. Not actual. Not natural. Um, we, will have, uh, we will have that going on. We will also have that night we're going to break from 6 to 8. And it's going to be the fourth annual champagne party. Champagne break. Um, no sex in the champagne room no, no. does not apply to an AIS event. Exactly. <laughs> there, if, you've, if you've been to an AIS event uh, in the champagne room, you will know that there is plenty <laughs> of sex in the of champagne sex. room. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that is what's happening on the on the twentieth. You can we're we're going to be accepting uh, cash at the door, and we will be accepting credit cards at the door for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is. It is uh, thirty dollars for the intensive alone. It is uh, twenty dollars for the party alone. But you can get them both for a, for a little discount at forty five dollars if you pay when you first walk in the door. Yeah. Uh, classes start promptly at ten. We'll be opening up the doors at about nine thirty. Plenty of chance to get everybody everybody in. Um, and yeah, and it's not too early that you can stop by a Starbucks and pick someone up. You know, maybe a venti, decaf, non fat latte with. No foam. <laughs> Two splendors and whipped cream. <laughs> Just kidding. The girl will handle that for me. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so let's take, right, take right, another right, question. Let's take one more question. Let's take a question about Starbucks, shall we? Okay. How much does she love her Starbucks? Oh almost as much as she loves her shoes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's true. And almost as much as she loves those whatever the hell they are. The, what are we going to call them? Abdominal yumminess? Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. So you had one that you thought was, was going to be really great. Um, here's a question. And look, it's only a one question. Oh, right, right. I see that. Is there anything that you wish you had been told before you went to a dungeon or play party for the first time? Hmm. Is there anything that I wish that I had been told... Before I went to a dungeon or play party for the first time, mm-hmm. I uh, I wish that um, uh, somebody told me there was a possibility of seeing people I work with. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and 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 it's true because everyone, you know, you know that we we 
every once in a while we'll work with people who are kinky and and you know when you first show up to an event and they're there and you're there and they're there and you're there and you're staring at each other and you've no idea and the sheep are nervous and you look across it and you go um hi bob uh, hi, uh, <laughs> hi bob and, and bob looks at you and goes uh hi pete <laughs> and and there's this momentary pregnant pause right i wish that somebody had told me how to handle that Right. I wish that because when I was new, I had no freaking clue. I was like, uh, I'm so fucked. I'm losing my job. I'm going to lose my life. I'm going to, you know, freak out. No. And the truth was, I mean, from now, now 10 years later, I, I look, I look back and go, I wish somebody had just said, look, if you see somebody you work with, they are at the party too. Mm. Right. Right, mm-hmm. so it's mutually assured destruction, folks. If they tell on you, they had to figure out how you got there, and you know, they're also, you know, liable. Yeah, I think um, one thing that I wish somebody would have just, you know, given me that like, a little heads up was that it's okay to stop and watch. Mm. A scene that's happening. Yeah. Cause the first event I went to, I was so nervous and intimidated and weirded out that it was kind of like, I would, I would do that thing where you have your hands over your eyes, but then you try to peek through the corner of your eye. I mean, it was, I felt embarrassed about my inner voyeur. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was getting titillated, you know, I was, I, I was passing the cock and pussy test mm-hmm. every time I was watching one of these things happening around me and I didn't know how to deal with all of that stimulus that was coming in, you know, and it felt weird to just stand there and watch. Yep. Um, so I would, I would turn away and I would look for something else to look at, anything else to look at, my shoes, the wall, <laughs> the, the door that I was going to escape through, you know? So I wish someone would have prepared me ahead of time and said, you know what? They're here playing and they're okay with you mm-hmm. sharing that energy and watching them just, you from, know, from a respectful, right, be respectful right. Right, right. Of, of what's going on and what they're doing. But yeah, I mean, it's an educational time for you to learn what turns you on and what passes the cock and pussy test for you. So let that education happen, you know, let your body tell you. Yeah. And they wouldn't. And, uh, and honestly, people wouldn't be playing at a kink event if they weren't exhibitionists. Right. Absolutely. They'd be playing at home in the the, the quiet of their own home. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if people didn't want you to watch and P and you didn't want to like if if you didn't want people to watch you and they didn't want you to watch them and all that and then so forth and so on and they told two friends and so on and so on what they would do is play alone at home mm-hmm. right yeah. but i think that it was a just a natural thing that i had to come to grips with oh totally for me. oh no totally yeah cuz i re- i remember i remember i think the party you're talking about you know down in the basement oh my god and when that thing on the wheels came through with the huh? girl and the right. uh, the pole i was just like yeah. yeah. I mean, I couldn't get out of that room fast right. enough. Where, I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? Right. I'm exploding inside. I'm, right. you know, my panties are like soaked now. Yeah. <laughs> and it was great sex when we got home. Oh, did we did. I don't even think we got all the way to the hotel room before no. we were like no. in the hallway, throwing each other up against the walls. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was that, that was good. I, so 
That's, yeah, that would be another thing to that expect. Would be, right, that would be another thing to expect. <laughs> With all the se- uh, thing to expect is there is a tremendous amount of sexual energy, you know, of sexual and sensual energy that is flying around that. That, that event space, uh-huh. right? And you don't actually have to be... You don't have to do anything. Do anything. Right? You just stand there and you're like, wow, I'm feeling hypersexual. Mm-hmm. You know, you get swept up in the wave of eroticism. And <clears throat> and so when you do, that's one of those things where you, people aren't necessarily prepared for that. Mm-mm. You know, I, at least I wasn't. No, and from for me growing up, the you know the good guilty mm-hmm. Catholic girl, you know that kind of influx of energy, I, I didn't know what to do with, you know. Right. And I was taught, you know, as a young girl, to to feel guilty about having those type of feelings within my body. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it can it can be really intimidating the first time you like get overwhelmed by all that. Yep. So expect that's that's another thing that we'll say is 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 I wish that somebody had told me. How visually and energetically overwhelming it can be, mm-hmm. right? And I wish somebody had said, "It's okay to go upstairs, take a break, have a little chocolate, and 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 recompose yourself, and then go down and do it again." Right, absolutely. Which is something that that I actually find is is very healthy for me. And by going to the room and having chocolate, what he means is self pleasuring, then having some chocolate. Or self-pleasuring with chocolate and then going back to the space yeah. to do it all over again. Shedding some of that personal sexual energy. Mm-hmm. Um, that to me was was something that I, I wish somebody had told me is experience that. Build it. Let it build in you. Then somehow ground it. Food, sex, chocolate, masturbation, whatever. Whatever. And then go back and get some more. Mm-hmm. Uh I love, I love, and that's, and I'll do that now. I mean, even now, like when we are at Cope or Wicked or a larger event where there's just tremendous amounts of wonderful sexual energy floating all over the place, it can be overwhelming to be in that play space for very, for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just, it's just, a, it's just an amazing amount of stimulation overload. Mm-hmm. You have music that's pumping and pumping and pumping and a driving bass beat and then you have the sounds and moans and screams and and um, and beautiful beautiful visual uh you know flesh here and 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 softness there and hardness there and and it's just a cornucopia of sensation <laughs> i agree and so it's okay to go, wow, this is this is a lot. I'm going to take a break, right. and then I'll go back for more. Right. You know, and and, and so I would I would say to somebody somebody uh, who's coming to a play party for the first time, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, and what I will also say is, if you want to discuss the rules, if you want to talk about what it's like to go to a play party or what it's like to do something for the first time, one of the best places to go. Is to the new to kink meeting. Absolutely, um, the N2K meeting this month is, is going to be on June twentieth. Mm-hmm. Um, where's where are we, are we have it? The usual place. We're going to be at the Donatos on Tamarack Circle. Okay, I, I'm pretty. Starts sh- at seven o'clock. Starts at seven o'clock. 
Yeah. And we're in a little side room with the door shut so that, so that we can ask the questions that we want to, um, and not feel weird about asking them around vanilla people. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, there's that barrier, yep. um, and everyone else in there is new too. Yep. So if you're new to this or you want to step out and try this, you know, that's a great way to start. Absolutely. Come yeah. out on Thursday night, uh, June 20th, and you'll find that there's a whole bunch of new people there. It's free. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't want to, uh, if you don't want to buy a pizza, you don't have to buy right, a pizza. Right. If you don't want to, the only cost that that's associated at all with this is is the it, gas money to get there. A gas money to get there, or it, if you want to ride a bike, there's no cost. Right. Or if you, you know, <laughs> I mean, if and if you're hungry and want to eat pizza, then you got to buy your own pizza. But right. um, that's about it. Mm-hmm. So show up. Uh, Donato's, 7 p.m., yeah. Tamarack Circle. Either myself or Barrick will probably be there. Mm-hmm. And, and Tiffy, who is our person who runs these, will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, we sometimes call her the AIS flight attendant because she likes to, you know, give direction. And she likes to make sure that people are safe. Um, what else do we have coming up? Speaking of N2K, we also have um, the, the TNG meet and greet, which is going to be on Tuesday, June 11th. Um, the same night is going to be the um, the resurgence of the AIS SRT, which is the Submissives Roundtable. So that's going to be on June 11th, um, and that's going to be at The Room. Mm-hmm. And if you want information on that, you can contact our girl, which is Spanky Ray, um, or you can contact Dawn. Um, and then there are also two other people who are, are helping them run this. Um, and between the four of them, they're going to they're going to make this happen again. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a great safe place for S types to yep. go yep. and talk about what's, what kind of questions they have specific to, you know, what they go through in this lifestyle. And I would send a warning out there. If you're a switch, make sure you have your S type hat on when you go to these particular meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of switches, mm-hmm. um, we have another switch round table happening on June 25th, and this one is going to be show and tell. So if you're a switch and you're coming to this one, bring your toy bag because we're going to go through toy bags and share hints and tips and things that, that we keep in our toy bags specific to being able to switch um, and talk about you know what we like to do to people or what we like to have done. To ourselves. Um, what else do we got? We have the meet and greet. Oh, second Friday. Yep. Second Friday every month. This time it's June 14th uh, at the 8 Ball on Morse Road. Mm-hmm. Um, like it has been for a little while. <laughs> we love the 8 Ball. Mm-hmm. It's such a great environment. Yep. To, I mean, we can stand up and walk around. You don't have to sit there and just talk to the four people that are you know within your yep. area of the table. You get to walk around and talk to people. And there's games that you can play. And there's drinking to be had. And sometimes there's Every, silliness out on the back porch. This is the only... <laughs> this is the only, this is the only AIS event meeting or gathering that allows alcohol. Absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, it is at a bar. So mm-hmm. if, and, and there's no play, it's just socialization. Grandma safe clothing. Yep. Yeah. It's not Come a place to wear your kinky finery. Come on out and have a great time and, and drink, but uh, make sure that you stay in control of yourself because you do have to go home <laughs> and um, have a good time. Come mm-hmm. out and have fun. Meet Come some out people. And meet some, yeah. Meet eat, the community. Eat, eat some fried shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. they have great, great bar food there. Yeah, great yeah. bar food. <laughs> um, All okay. right. So, how do you how do you contact us? 
How do you contact us? Well, for me, uh, <laughs> if you're on, I, I am, uh, I take care of the, what do I take care of? I take care of the fat life. You do the fat life. I do the mostly. fat life. I fat life occasionally. Yeah. And then, uh, what else do I do? Is that it? I just do fat life. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, You do Facebook and Twitter. And I'm, I'm the twat. I handle the twatting right. and mm-hmm. I do the Facebooking and you do the Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> that is the twat. Oh, that is the twat. I wasn't talking of my twat. I was I'm, talking about I the like online your twat. twat. You've got a beautiful twat. Why, thank you, honey. It's a lovely twat. <laughs> um, so you can catch either one of us on FetLife. You can get Barrick at B-A-R-A-K. Um, or you can get me at Brat underscore Sheba. You can also find me on Twitter at Brat underscore Sheba. And I also handle the AIS underscore org Twitter. Um, email wise, you can get us at Barrick and Sheba at AOL, which is B-A-R-A-K-N, the letter, S-H-E-B-A at AOL or Yahoo or Hotmail or Gmail. Um, another great way to find us is to go to um, either one of our websites. Which are you could do adventures in sexuality one word dot org. Uh, that is one of the best ways you can you can email us there. There's a contact. Um, also, if you have an interest in having us out to present at your event, as we do get around quite a bit, he gets around. I'm a good girl. I've seen the pictures. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you'd like to have us out at your event, gathering or meeting, um, like we said, we only ask for cost neutral and. The best way to look at what we have to offer in terms of classes are at pan, P-A-N-P-O-L-Y, BDSM.com. That's our uh, presenter website. It's going to be, uh, we're going to be updating that over the next two, three months. So if it's down for any moment, you'll know exactly what happened, that it'll be right back up. Um, otherwise, that's all I got. Well, we'll be back on the first Monday of next month, which is July 1st. Mm-hmm. And I've got a little surprise planned for Barrick at that time. <laughs> and I'm springing it on him right now. <laughs> oh, goody. We're going to have our first ever summer BS debate. And it's going to be held right here at the new Fortress of Solitude. Oh. Yes. So, yeah. No, this is the, for- this is the Fortress in the Burbs. Oh. This is uh, Burb Central. Burb Central. We haven't come up with a name for this yet. Yeah, we'll have to figure something out. Okay. So, yes, there was a debate actually at PXS where they talked about the role of... Love. Love. Oh, I remember that. The role of love in... In, in um, power yeah. exchange relationships. Mm-hmm. And does it actually add to mm-hmm. or does it detract yep. from, from a power exchange relationship? So, Barrick and I are going to actually recreate this debate... Oh, we're not going to bring people in? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, and we're going to have our, our moderator is actually going to be the girl. Oh, good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. So he had no idea I had any of this planned. No, not at all. Um, but it'll be our first annual summertime. Summertime debate? Debate. Okay. <laughs> sounds like fun. Does it? Yeah. You don't look like it sounds like uh, fun. You look a little worried. No. Not I was on the debate team. I was late for school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All I'm right. done. Go ahead and turn it off. <laughs>